Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. You guys, it's episode 20 of Talking to Nobody. I'm Zane Talkington, and I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who has listened to us so far, shared us. We are really just trying to spread the word about mental health and inspire others along their journey towards their dream. This week, I have an amazing guest, Mary Summers. She is an actress, writer, dancer, career counselor. She's just an incredible human, and we have such a wonderful conversation She is so wise and so inspiring. I really, really hope you guys enjoy and feel empowered and enlightened by our conversation. Talking to nobody. So you want to be somebody. Okay, um, Mary, do you want to tell us what your favorite drink is? Yeah, it's okay. It's this red wine that you can get in Rome, but you can also get it in Trader Joe's, and it's called Lambrusco, and it's like what six dollars or seven? It was four ninety nine. I okay. got two bottles. Yeah. So <laughs> it's amazing, and I'm so bummed that I can't drink it because I'm on antibiotics. But she's being responsible. Which we really appreciate. But, like, so. antibiotics are lame. Like, I feel like you just do those for everything, you yeah. know? Like, doctors are just like, antibiotics for everyone. Everything, yeah. They just don't want you to have fun and drink wine. They don't. That's not really fair. We're well, free, I yeah. like it. It's delicious. It's like a bubbly red wine. It's like a Capri Sun with, like, um, bubbles in it. Yeah, a carbonated Capri Sun. Yeah, That's it's exactly what it, for adults. For adults! 21 plus. Yes, yes, 21 plus for sure. And it's only four ninety nine. Trader Joe's. It took me like 15 minutes to find it. It was so... Because it's like what? tucked away. Yeah, well, it's and on it the was, fucking bottom. Yeah, it was on the bottom and also the label wasn't like facing out. So mm-hmm. I was like skimming all the aisles and I finally had to go get a lovely Trader Joe's. There's a white Joe's. one too. Oh, okay. There's a white one. Oh it's gosh. really good. It's like not as sweet. Oh, okay. You know, so I if like you're like... Wine. I was going to say, if you're hungry, that's the one to drink. <laughs> Don't drink when you're hungry. No, drink when you're Just sick. eat first. Yeah, and then drink. Yes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, well, I love it. Thank you for bringing it. Of course. We'll Just send a paddle home with you. Drinking my mint. Oh, my God. But that's, you know, 
that's good too. Mint tea's really good for you. Really? I don't know. That's what everyone tells oh, me. Okay. Well, I hear mint <laughs> the internet like, says. Yeah, I usually go off what the internet says. I hear red wine is really good for you too. Yes, like a glass, like a glass a night or yeah, whatever. Not a but I feel like maybe it's just good for you. Yeah, anything that makes you happy is good. This is healthy. (laughs) What we're talking about is super healthy. Super healthy. So yeah, educational and healthy life tips. Yeah, talking to nobody with Mary. Hello. (laughs) Hello. I'm an expert grown up. Yes. (laughs) This is how you deal with a professional adult. It helps, you know, within reason and yeah. Like I think if you have like a healthy relationship to alcohol, like I also don't. I'm like I don't know. This is such an. I'm totally not trying to like be judgmental about this but like when I'm when I'm on my hinge (laughs) and like someone's shit says like I don't drink I'm like okay so that sort of indicates that you have a weird relationship with alcohol yeah you know what I mean which is like good for you but I don't know like my history is just like there's no space for weird yeah relationship to alcohol I feel like if you can just like enjoy and like moderate and not be crazy like just live your life just live your life enjoy Enjoy it it. but if you know that you become a different person when you drink then yeah maybe you don't which is totally a thing totally a thing i've i feel like very thankful that i don't like i just sort of become like a dumber version of myself like rather than like this thing comes out of me you know when i drink which is like a very real thing for people i think you Mm -hmm. know yeah no i feel you yeah well you just have to find what works for you and yeah well, not drinking for a week is, like, a lot harder, harder than I expected. Oh, my God. I'm like, drinking right in Seven, front of you. I'm so sorry. No, it's, to, like, and my friend's friend. birthday is on Tuesday. Mm. When How, can you drink again? On, okay, I started on Friday. So, fuck. Friday. You can make it. You can make it. It'll be, like, I can a definitely make challenge. it. Yeah. This is, like, a good... This is a good exercise, and I'm not an alcoholic. Right. Exactly. <laughs> if I can do this, you can do the worries anything. Be gone. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, I believe in you. You're totally gonna do it. Thanks, girl. Moving forward, we'll move into your zodiac sign comparison. Please tell me. So you are born on November fourth. Yes. You're a Scorpio. Yes. And this is what it says about Scorpio. So just tell me if you think it's true or bullshit. Okay. Being a Scorpio born on November 4th, you are known for your willpower, shyness, and artistic abilities. That's wild. (laughs) I mean, like, artistic abilities are, like, subjective. Like, I have them, I guess, but... Yeah, willpower and shy. Mm. I think I'm pretty shy when I don't know people. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm like an, I'm actually an introverted person. That's why I live in, like, solitude. Like, my life is, like, very... Like, my environment is, mm-hmm. is very, like, designed to be, like, solitude and, like, peace and, like, that's how my apartment is, you know? Yeah, yeah. But. That's so interesting because when I met you, you were like, hi! Uh, it's weird. It's like, I don't know, extroverted introvert, that's a thing, right? That's yeah, a, that's me. That's For a, sure. It's a thing on Google. Yes. Um, on Google. I think that's, I mean, I think that's, like, the best way that I would describe myself. Yeah. You know, because I get, like, easily drained I guess from being around a lot of energy but then like I also like tend to because I like spend so much time like recharging like I'm very conscious of like recharging and like rest and like care and stuff like that like that's all pretty important to me so then I have like I gen I generate a lot of energy too so it's like 
it's weird. It's like my energy exchanges are like pretty like here or there and they're back and forth. You mm. know? So I'm either like very like out and like present and whatever. And then like I have to recharge and like step back and take time by myself. You right. know? Like, so you can go back out and be. Exactly. And like yeah. I don't do well like when I'm just, when I'm just, like, out all the time, you know, like, I'm not myself, I don't feel like myself, I don't feel like I'm listening, like, I feel like I stopped listening to people, you know, when everything just feels like it's tons of noise, you know, and I, I just, like, get really, really tired, and that's when I know, like, okay, I've, like, over, like, I, maybe overdid it a touch like last week or whatever like this week like I'm clearing my evenings or like Mm. whatever it is you know like I just you it's also a crutch so yeah there's that like I if I'm uncovered like if I if I'm having like a bad like self-esteem day you know like I overly rely on like my solitude like my my habit of like being a hermit (laughs) to just like not go out into the world you know so it's like it's every I mean as with everything it's like two-sided you know but that's really good that you know what you need to do for yourself when you're feeling that way yeah as opposed to forcing yourself like oh you know I really don't want to go out again but I have to yeah you're just like nope I'm feeling this way I need to make sure I do my routine or do what I need to do to make me feel better again it's like so, balance like balance, we all have yeah. I, I was like reading I was reading a book like a couple weeks ago that was talking it was like in a chapter they were talking he was talking about the towel which is a book like mm-hmm. and um and basically he was talking about how like balance it's just like ba- once you find balance in your life like mm-hmm. And that's different for everyone, you know? So if you go too far in one direction, that might be someone's balance. You know what I mean? Right. For an extroverted person, like, they're out all the time. And, like, they need, like, one night at home a week to, like, recharge and be by themselves. And then they're good. And then they're out, you know? Yeah, that's my mom. (laughs) It's, like, so many people I know. It's, like, so many of my friends, you know, which is, like, awesome. I'm just, like, so different. Like, I'm so just, like, I need, like, that ample amount of, like just me like just like you know because I think it's also that like one track mindedness like the willpower too I think like lends itself to it Mm -hmm. so that's correct that's super correct I love it it says you are determined in your efforts and will put in a great deal of effort to meet your goals although you may be very talented which she is especially in the arts (laughs) you do not require attention you actually shun it you are most comfortable working behind the scenes and out of the limelight that's really interesting. I I think I would agree with that actually. Mm. Like I, that's yeah, that's weird. Like I love acting because I can disappear into it. Yeah. That's what I feel like when I'm when I'm my best, you know, like when I'm dropped in, like when I'm in it, I feel like it's someone like it's just something else like I, it's yeah. like you get out of your way but it's like when Mary's personality is like the one that's in the spotlight or whatever that's when like the introversion starts to kick in and I start to just want to like you know like orchestrate and just sort of like be in the background you know right which is why I've like enjoyed writing so much lately I think because it's like a different it's like it's just as creative but it's creative in that way that's like 
you disappear. Yeah. You know, your personal self disappears. Mm-hmm. It's like, your own words, your own work. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't, I couldn't do what you do, I don't think. Like, I couldn't be like, hi, I'm Mary, and this is my talk show. And like, <laughs> bam, this, yeah. You yeah. know, like, I don't, <laughs> right. I don't know if, like, I could do that. Like, that's so it's wild. Yeah, that, but that's so interesting. Everybody has their their thing. You know, for yeah. me, I don't think I'm a good writer at all. And a lot of people have told me, like, I'm oh, you, sure you should try it. Well, thank you. But, I mean, for me, it doesn't bring me peace. Or, you yeah, know, that's not, like, I get that. Really, I mean, I don't know. I like to write parodies of songs. That's, that's one of my things. You told me that. That's really fucking weird and cool. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. I love Weird Al. Um, and so yes, you told me. I just, yeah, because we were in Corinne's basement, yeah. and her husband has all these, Corinne is my vocal teacher. Um, she's the best. She's the best. Shout out to Corinne. Um, and her husband has all these Weird Al things, and I was like, ah, Weird Al. So, yeah, I don't know. I like I like doing that kind of stuff, but as, a, as far as, like, writing scripts or yeah. journaling, things like that, I just, um, I don't know. It was never really, like... It didn't feel, like, natural. Natural for me, but, yeah. like, talking to people or just talking in general. My last name is Talking Time. That's just, why like, I named the show. Just, I just like to hear this. Just talking, no. period. Yeah. Like, I mean, I talk out loud to myself yeah. all day, you know? And yeah. I feel like that is my form of journaling. Totally. But it's just, like, verbalizing it. Right. You know? I'm like, okay, so now I need to brush my teeth or now I need to make, like, I have yeah, to yeah, narrate yeah. my life. That's so, fucking cool, man. Yeah, but... It's it, the same. Yeah. I think it's the same... Like, it's the same impulse. It's, like, using... It's, like... It's, like, articulating your experience in some capacity. Yes. You know? It's, like, whether that is... I don't, I don't know. I feel like the best ways to do that are creative in whatever... Like, in, in whatever way that a person is creative, yeah, you know? Yeah, you just or, have to find what that is for you. Exactly. Because if you don't have that outlet, even if you're not, like an artistic person, which right. I feel like everybody has Everyone's a little part a creative of creative person. Is. Yeah, yeah, everybody is. Yeah. You, you just have to figure out what works for you, even if, it, even if it's weird. Like, even if it's talking to yourself. Especially you know, if it's weird. Just do it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, like, I don't know what I would have done as a kid, like, growing up, if I didn't have, dan- like, dance. Like, it yeah. was where, it, like... I went to school, I went to school and then I went to dance for four or five hours every night, every day of the week from like, uh, must have been like sixth grade until high, like until high school, until I moved out here. Wow. And it was like, I mean, I was exhausted all the time, but it was like what saved my life. I think like so many times was just like having an outlet to like feel what I was feeling, not even like to communicate it, but to like feel it to like experience it like in my body like allow it to move like allow the energy that I was experiencing to move like I don't know if I I would have gone fucking crazy if it wasn't for that you know like and it makes it makes me think of like how people who don't have that you know like a lot of people I grew up with like my family and stuff didn't have those outlets you know like they just didn't I would go crazy Oh my gosh, it's like therapy, you know? It it like I think I really do think it is therapy. Yeah. You know? It's like I mean, I think it's necessary. Like I, I just think we all have to have something like that. Like we all like trap so much inside us, you know? It Everything we experience, we like trap it somehow. Like our body hangs on to it. And like if you aren't conscious about conscious and deliberate about like 
like experiencing a thing and then letting it go somehow yeah. or like articulating it or telling that story or whatever then you're you're like holding toxicity in your body like that's yeah. I mean that's what I believe like that's my experience like that's what my life has showed me so Same. far yeah All five seconds of it but yeah <laughs> right you know no and if you if you do that if you just continue on holding all of that in it's gonna explode one day and that's why you end up or explode over and over and over again yeah. you know like or it's just like a fucking little like you're just like letting the air out of the balloon mm-hmm. until there's n- until there's nothing to fill it nothing anymore up. you know yeah and that's like i don't know i mean I was like, I was on Instagram and I was, I saw like Chance of the Rapper. He's so, he's so awesome about like giving back to like the community that he came from and everything and just like putting art, like, and about like putting art programs in those communities. And it's like, man, like we should, that, more of that shit, you know, like Mm -hmm. we need, as a country, we need like more, we need more creativity. Like we need more art, not less. It's like, yeah. You know. No, absolutely. And that's one thing that really frustrated me at my high school was yeah. that all of the money was given to the sports teams. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a problem in a lot of schools, too. Yeah. And then the arts department just gets shit on. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, sports, that's important, too. That's an outlet for people sure. in another way. But yeah. I, yeah, you need some type of creative outlet for yeah. yourself. Everyone, like, I just think of, like, how many people I know whose lives whose experience of their lives would have been different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. regard, like, not to say that, like, the events that happened wouldn't have happened or whatever, but, like, I think that, I think that because, like, I grew up creative from the time, like, I can consciously remember anything yeah. is why I see things through a lens of, like, beauty. Yeah. More so than, like, like, constant disappointment or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think it's, I think it's, like, a big reason for, like, my optimism, I guess. Yeah. That's, like, the best way to say it. That's awesome. That's really hard to find in this world. Oh, my God. We're just at the horoscope part. (laughs) I know. No, I love it already. Oh, my God. Let's see what else it says. It says, this tendency often causes others to see you as mysterious. I would say, like, you have a very mysterious vibe about you. But in a, not like a oh, like, who is she? Wait, it's like, wow, who is this girl? She's so intriguing to look at and listen to. You know, I want to know her story, you know? So you're not ordinary, if that makes sense. Like, you're intriguing, you're mysterious. (laughs) Thank you. Of course. Oh, my God. Uh, you take the same shyness into your relationships. Your friends are often shocked when a new part of your personality emerges that had previously been kept hidden. This is so true. Okay, <laughs> just the tiniest example. Okay, I used... Okay, so usually I guess I used the red heart emoji. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I commented on my friend Celeste's picture an orange heart one day. And she flipped. Like, she texted me. She was like, I have never seen you use the orange heart ever. And I was like, sorry. I'm I'm growing, okay? I'm growing as a person. I'm trying not to be defined by the boundaries that I set for myself. Like, it's the dumbest example. But it is a real example. It happened, like, two weeks ago. I will not let the emojis I use define me. Oh, my God. I was like, I am free to use whatever emojis that I... 
damn well please. Yeah, or no emojis. Yeah. You know, I've been, okay, so this is a very millennial thing, I guess, but I've noticed that when I'm texting people, or even when I'm texting Nathan, yeah. and he doesn't use an emoji, you panic? I get, yes, I freak yeah. out, and I'm like, oh my god, I did something wrong, like, oh what did god. I do, and that's so, it's so sad, I, it's really, really crazy, I, I totally, I, I, like, definitely told Corinne once that I thought that she sounded crazy over text, I think, like, because she just does, like, thumbs ups, you know, Yes. and, and mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, but do you hate me, like, yeah. do you, and she's like no dude it just means thumbs up like it means like yeah i'm like but can you elaborate on that thought maybe a little bit like like a yeah exclamation point smiley face heart heart but then on the other hand when i'm fucking dating a guy or something you don't want he dare use emojis with any sort of like redness to their face like a blushing face the squinty-eyed blushing face the heart kiss Mm. the heart eyes oh my god Unless you've known me for, like, mm, four years, you cannot send me hearts. It's just yeah, not not a boy. No. no. Yeah. No, thank you. You don't yeah. know me. But, see, I would want that. Like, when Nathan and I were first getting together and we'd be texting, if he used a kissy face, I would freak the fuck out. Be like, oh, my God. He's, like, thinking about kissing me right now. You know? I just, like, but I see that. Me. And I see the thing. And then, then I see the heart. And I'm, like, you don't know me. Yeah. You don't no. know anything about me. You right. know what I mean? It's, like, I find it's a little much. It's, yeah. It's, like... That gives me, for me, that, like, triggers the, like, okay, so this has nothing to do with, like, me. This is, like, all about you and, like, what you mm-hmm. are thinking and, like, what you want and whatever, you know? It's, right. like, this isn't, this is so, ingen- it's not genuine right? when it comes from a guy like that. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, if it's somebody, like, you just met. Yeah. So what if you had been with him for a while? I don't know, man. I'll yeah. have to let you know when I yeah, get Yeah, let, let us know. We'll, I'll, I'll we'll bring you back po- on. I'll keep you posted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe I'll find the one right outside and, and walking back use... to my car. Yeah, like you find your cat. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to Maybe do... I'll find another fucking cat. <laughs> do you want to briefly discuss the story of your, your wonderful cat? Sure, sure, sure. And then we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> wonderful cats. The musical is at the Pantages. Yes! <laughs> oh my God. That musical scares me for some reason. Anyways. I... I don't, like, I don't ever remember watching the whole thing, but for some reason, I have this, like, recurring memory of it just being on in the background of my childhood. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? Me, too. What? No, no, no. Like, I'm being serious. I think there was a specific movie that I watched a lot, and it was the preview of that movie. Like, yes, exactly. It's exactly something like that, and it was, like... All the time, to the point where I just like knew it, sort of. Yeah. But like, had n- somehow never seen never it. Never seen it. It was just always there. Yeah, I'm seeing it in my head right now. Dude, like me too. On, yeah, oh my gosh. Creepy. So I'm not the only one. No. It makes me feel a little better. That's Sometimes like, I have nightmares about cats. Oh my god. Like the musical. Or the musical. The cat? Yeah. No. No. I mean, I. Okay, I'm more of a dog person, but I do like cats. I think it's just the litter box thing that I'm like, nah, not feeling. I got that. But I have had nightmares about the musical Cats because 
I don't know, it's like a fusion of Catwoman and Cats the Musical into a nightmare, and it's like they're all alive and they want to like eat me and okay, but you know what? I just don't like weird it. Weird is that Catwoman is hot, right? She is very hot. Okay, so why do we all talk so much shit about bitches with cats? That's true. Okay, Catwoman is Halle Berry. Yeah. Catwoman is Halle Berry. Yeah. Okay, she's the hottest motherfucker she is. to ever walk she the planet. She cut her hair off like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. And she's literally a cat. Like, she was, eat, like, Catwoman was, like, eaten by cats. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they, like, tried, they attempted to eat her. Yeah. Okay? And then, and, and then she's hot. And then she's hot. So why do we all talk so, so much shit? about, like, crazy cat ladies. Like, no, Yeah, it's like, no, bitch, ladies. I'm a cat woman. <laughs> which sounds crazy. But. But, yeah, I found them on my doorstep is the answer. That's really, that's really Literally cool. just sitting there on my, on my mat. Like, a year apart, just two little baby kittens just looking at me. They're meant for you. And I'm like, mother of dragons, bitch. Yep. Come at me. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love it. I love I love that. Animals. I I love animals, yeah. dude. I feel like they're essential to mental health. I know that yes. this sounds extreme, but no. like to just have something like that in your life, it's anchoring. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And to like know that you're at least like taking care of something. Like yes. if you feel like, I feel like out here it's so easy to be like, I'm a fuck up and I'm not fucking doing anything and I didn't get an audition this week or like whatever you know like all of our shit is so petty that we worry about but we like beat we beat ourselves up about it all the time all the time and like I don't know having an animal is so just I don't know it's like different than like having a person companion because they're not like asking yeah no you know they're just there they're just there and And they're they're indifferent to all of that they're indifferent to like everything that's going on outside like they're indifferent like wow i'm literally just talking about cats no i love it but like they're they don't their affection for you they're like the way they see you it doesn't change when your job changes yep it does it doesn't change when you lose yeah Yeah. it doesn't change when you gain weight it doesn't change when you have 15 fucking pimples on your face because you have your period like it doesn't you know and that's like I guess what, like, a relationship is supposed to be like. Um, I don't know, but <laughs> you tell me. Um, but, yeah, I feel like animals, man. Yeah, it's unconditional love. It's, There's yeah. nothing like, it's like, you know, they say when you have a baby, it's similar. But then that baby grows up and will eventually have opinions become about become a turd. To, yeah, No offense to all of us <laughs> who were babies. Yeah, sorry, sorry to the babies out there. But, yeah, with animals, like... They're always going to love you even if you, you know, take them out a yeah. little bit later in the day or you forget to feed them one day. They don't or care. They just, like, dollar think dollar you're, food. They yeah. think you're, like, their hero. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's nice to be someone's hero, you know? So I'm to someone's hero, so. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That means good for you. Yes. Pants you, on the back. You're to someone's hero, too. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> I, I try. It's no. true love. He's, he's really my hero because he edits my podcast. It's so nice. It's a good. You makes guys do a good job. Moves. We we try. We try to be each other's hero. You need that. You know, like yeah. we need people in our yeah. lives, and that's what's I've I've kind of had to accept and yeah. be grateful for because when I totally. first went to my school in New York for musical theater, I completely like cut myself off from people I was like I'm just gonna yeah. stay in my room yeah and like only study and read my acting books and yeah, yeah. And, like memorize lines that I don't even really need to yeah you know and 
yes, like you were talking about, you do need time for yourself. Totally. But it's, like you said as well, finding that balance. Because I started to go crazy and I was like, I need human interaction. You know, I need people who are also like me, who are hustling and, and working hard and want to be creative. Totally. Like, you, we need each other. You can't do this alone. And it's so easy to forget that, like... I'm, that's what I did, like, that's my, that's my go-to, is, like, my habit, I guess you could call it, and it's, like, an addiction that I have is to, like, solitude, you know, mm-hmm. and it's, like, all of that time you spend alone, like, using that as a crutch, it's, like, I've been, I really, like, I had an experience, like, a-, a month or so ago where it was, like, I realized I've been so pre like all of that mm-hmm. like all of that like I hate you know like I hate people like I say that as a joke and stuff like I still say it because it's like an old habit but like yeah all of that made me so preoccupied with myself mm-hmm. and like obsessed with my story and like obsessed with protecting myself and like so that I never got bothered or that I never got uncomfortable and you like you fucking stop seeing people like you stop seeing them you stop taking them in you stop giving a shit and then you have like yeah you stop listening but you have no desire to listen you know what I mean even if you like could you don't want to right because you know that it's something that could make it because opening up it's scary. Opening up is scary when that's not a habit that you have, you know? And yeah. when it's, like, you've conditioned yourself to, like, wrap yourself up in, like, an invisibility cloak to stay safe your whole life, you know? Yeah. And that's just, like, you forget that, like, oh, my God, like, this is amazing. Like, just to be able to, like, sit with someone and, like, hear their story, like, any per- any person could share, like, the most, could, any person can teach you something, you yeah. know what I mean? Even the guy at the freaking grocery store. Yes, especially him, probably. probably. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, usually the people you least expect. Like, it's the people who you look at in the room, and you're, like, I'm not gonna be, like, you don't validate any of the things I'm insecure about. Like, you're not attractive, so you don't make me feel attractive for talking to you. You know, like, all of this shit that d- determines, like, where our attention goes. And it's, like, yeah. though, we're missing, you know, like, we're missing out on, like, someone who could have, like, changed our life. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It's, like, just, just, like, those, you know, like, we all have those experiences with, like, strangers who we, like, met so randomly when we were somewhere we weren't supposed to be that day, but we just fucking happened to be there because shit happened. And you you end up having, like, an exchange with someone. Like, I used to, like, go read and, like, do character work up at Lake Hollywood Mm. because, like, I'm a morbid Russian actress, okay? (laughs) And so I would, like, go up there and be journaling, like, for hours, you know, and just, like, doing, like, memorizing lines or whatever. It was just, like, where I worked. Mm -hmm. And, like, this guy, this, like, tourist, I don't fucking know where he's from, like, Australia, Austria, I don't know, speaks English. (laughs) And he, like, he he just, he's, he's, like, this, you know, like, handsome, like, average-looking guy, and he just starts talking to me. And, like, I was actually in that moment, like, open to having a conversation rather than just being, like, oh, this fucking creep is trying to, like, hit on me or whatever. Like, I'm in a vulnerable position, which is, like, true, you know? Like, all of that is valid. But it was just, like, what would happen if I just didn't, like, that I was just, like, open to having a conversation with this person? Like, I'm not alone out here. And we ended up talking and, like, we ended up meeting. Like, he was, like, what's your favorite restaurant? Like, I'm just, like, here for a couple days, like, before I leave. Like, what's your favorite restaurant? And I was, like, oh, there's this place called Gracias Madre in West Hollywood. Like, it's amazing. You have to go. And he was, like, well, I don't have anyone to have dinner with. Like, would you go? Like, would you go with me? Like, would you meet me there now? Oh, my gosh. And I was, like, yeah. Why not? 
what? Yeah, and I was like, I could totally die. I could, you know, today I could die. But we drove separately, like, everything was safe. Yeah, you know, and then we met there, and we had, like, this awesome dinner. I don't even think we asked each other's names and never spoke again. That's a movie. You should make that into a movie. That's not a fucking bad idea. Oh, my gosh. You never know each other's names. We never exchanged names, and we, like, were, were, like, fucking around with the waitress. Like, we were, like, yeah, we're engaged, you know? Like, it was just, like, you know, like, it was just, we we just, like, meshed for those hours or whatever, you know? And then, like... That was it. it. So you didn't get his number? Like, you don't even know Nothing. Him. Like, no idea. What if you, like, meet him again one day and he's, like... I don't even... The thing life. is, I don't even know if I would remember what he looked like because oh we gosh. were just so present. Like... Yes. You know? And yeah. you just sort... Like, none of that... Like, fi- the physical details of an event, like, don't really stick. It's not that that sticks. It's, like, the conversation. It's just, the, like, the fact that, like, yeah. whoa, that happened. And, like, that's it. I don't even ever think about that night, but it's just, like, such a cool... You know, like yeah. the shit that can happen when you're op- when you're just open, open to life, like when you're just open to whatever's in front of you, like not trying to control your environment, not trying to like, you know, like have perfect thoughts or like have only positive thoughts or whatever. When you just like, just like go with the flow. Yeah, because like, yeah, I've been reading a lot about quantum physics. Okay, I just started my first book about quantum physics because that shit is really complicated, but. It's, like, talking about how the universe was, like, designed by, like, essentially, like, the scientific, like, the theories are mostly that it was designed by accident, that it was an entirely random, like, you know, like, microscopic chances that it could have even existed the way Mm -hmm. that it did, like, let alone that, like, human, like, that it would be, like, able to preserve human life and, like, sustain intelligent like life that's conscious of itself like the odds of that happening even randomly are insane everything had to happen perfectly along the way for us to like be sitting here now right right so it's like there's this book called the surrender experiment by michael singer it's amazing i'm like just starting it but he talks about he's like he's he's an amazing like you know like new age like spiritual thought writer Mm -hmm. and he talks about like how he basically it's based the book is like him telling the story of his life starting when he was like 25 and he had this like epiphany he had like a religious uh, like a spiritual epiphany mm-hmm. of like he suddenly started to hear the voice inside his head and like realize like wait that's a voice inside my head that's talking but who's how did I notice that like who is it that noticed that yeah oh my god which is like the entire premise of like eastern religion right and which is like you, I it, it's like still it's like the stillness of spirit like behind the voice you know mm-hmm. it's like recognizing that like oh that inner monologue that's going on all the time he's a maniac and he's actually like not me yeah ego. I go yeah exactly mm-hmm. it's like my personality and so he the book is like literally him talking about like I just decided at 25 to live my life in complete surrender to, like, the flow of what life had to offer me, like, the way it's perfectly come together, like, in this universe to bring human life here and to bring us here now, you know what I mean? He was like, I just decided to completely surrender to the perfection of what life was bringing my way in every moment rather than trying to control any outcome. And he talks about how his life just unfolds in this like extraordinary, unexpected way. And that's so counterintuitive to like how I am. Like I'm like control, 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 control everything. And if I can't, then I lock myself up. 
in my space and I, you know, panic by myself and whatever. And it's like, oh my God, what would happen? Like everything amazing that's happened in my life has happened when I was in this space, when I was like brought to this place of like, I'm hanging on by a thread. I have to let go. Yeah. You know, like I'm at the end of like, I'll exhaust myself trying to force an outcome and then get to the point where it's just like, I, there's nothing I can do. I have to surrender to something like bigger than myself and trust that I was being led here by God, you know, like, or whatever you believe, but, but yeah, how did I get there? How did I get started on that? No, I love, I love that. And I think that's so, so true. I'm the same way. I'm a very routine person. And if my routine is thrown off then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to freak out. I'm going to have a mental breakdown. Yeah. Like, I'm going crazy. Like, I'm going crazy inside. Like, even using my meditations to do that. Like, even using my meditations to, like, beat myself up for not doing them right. Or, like, not doing it for long enough today. Or, like, I, like, I ate too much pizza last night. I don't want to meditate today because I feel bloated. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you, you use, like, the good things to, like, further punish yourself and further try to control... And it's, like, that's not the point of any of this. Like, I feel like I'm just, like, I'm, like, in a space where I'm, like, just learning that life isn't that serious. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. It is. So it's hard. Like, like life is going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. we're going to go through shit. But you can, go, you can, like, suffer or you can live. Right. <laughs> you know? Like, or you can, or you can, like, live the way that you do when you, like, remember, reflect on an experience in hindsight. You're like, oh, that was there to, like, teach me this. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, why don't we trust that yes. in the midst of the thing? Right. You know? Which is easier said than done. So but it's much like, easier said than once done. Once you get into that mindset of being able to realize that, like, okay, yeah. uh, this shitty thing happened today you know my tire went flat or whatever you know this doesn't mean I'm out of control right you know it's like like what is the universe or god or whoever trying to teach me from this shitty experience because it's not you know what happens to you it's how you react to it 100% and I mean I think like it's definitely this is like so cliche this is like the most cliche thing I've said yet which is like insane amazing um but like it's it is those like trials that you know teach you it teaches you who you are man like when my dad was sick like when he had cancer like a year and a half ago it was like this few months of my life that just they were exhausting like oh my god I was tired all the time like I was working at a gym 5 30 in the morning until 1 30 and then a restaurant from like 7 to midnight or mm-hmm. whatever yeah. and then you know the same I thing over that. again yeah. you know and my dad was sick and I was so surrendered like I was so completely trusting like I had no idea, like, I had no, I I wasn't even, I was, like, using my yoga to, like, visualize my dad strong, you know, like, I was, like, I don't know, I think I did, like, a green light or something, and that was, like, my, every day I went to yoga, and I was doing it for that, and I was doing it for him, but, like, I had no idea what, you know, like, I didn't think we would have that Christmas or whatever. Yeah. But it was, like, a time, and I would never want to go back to it, but it was a time where I just, like, I prayed all the time, like, I... I was so surrendered. I was so not resistant to anything that came my way. Like, 
the exhaustion, I let myself feel exhausted. Like I, I, the work that I did that I hated, that I didn't want to do, I let, I just, I didn't resist it. You know, I was like, this is what I need to do right now. Like, this is how I'm, this is not an opportunity. This isn't trying to teach me to go backwards. Right. You know, this isn't like, this is, this is meant to teach me like how much I love what I do and why I do it. It's because of them, you know, it's because they like gave me the ability and the support and like believed in me, you know, like yeah. now's the time it matters. Right. You know, not when like everything is cool and like everything's fine and I'm worried about some stupid shit. Right. You know, it was that like, it was, it felt like being in the sun, like in the eye of a storm, you know? Mm-hmm. It's wild, man. It's crazy. It's so crazy. Life is crazy. So you, you found peace in your faith you would say I mean would you consider yourself a religious person I'm definitely I'm a spiritual person like I'm a Jesus person I mean I like that's just how like God speaks to me yeah you know like that's how I I think that was like my first real profound connect like moment of like whoa was when I was in Jerusalem and it was like very man that was a crazy fucking experience it was like I was def I definitely like connected with like higher power mm-hmm. when I was there. And it was like very much it very much felt like the person of Jesus, like the energy of Christ, which, you know, I think you can connect with like Buddha that way. You know, yeah. I think you can can connect with Muhammad that way. Like I think that those are all teachers that like you know, God is infinite to me. Like, God yes. is everything. God is energy. Like, God is the universe. God is nature. You know, like, he, it's everything. And that means, like, it connects to us in, like, any number of, like, as many different humans as there are on the planet and in history. That's how many different ways God has a relationship with us. Like, God, you know, can communicate with us in any language we speak, you know? So... That, I mean, that's what I love about art so much. It was it, it was my faith in art, like that got me through everything I've ever I've ever gone through. Like every dark night of the soul, it's been those two in like a super not separate way. Like my relationship yeah. to art and like my creativity is very like it's there is no way to separate it from my like spirituality. I don't think you know because mm-hmm. it's so it because I don't know. It's the same flow to me like it's the same energy that flows you know yeah does no. that make sense no totally. I know that sounds so weird no but, but I'm I feel the exact same way um I I totally believe in a higher power and yeah. I just you know I call him God like, yeah he, he's, yeah he's yeah. my bro yeah. you know yes. like my totally. idea of Jesus is like he's sitting on a front porch drinking a beer we're like, smoking a joint smoking you know joint. Like, like we're just like chilling. getting stoned like in fucking WeHo yeah. you know was raised Catholic mm-hmm. and which I don't consider myself Catholic anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what I call myself. Yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah. a name. I'm just like, whatever I feel today, yeah. you know, whatever works for me in, in the moment that I'm in. Mm-hmm. But I got, I think I got into performing because of, of God yeah. and, and wanting a way to, like, I, I always said, because I don't think I have, well, for a long time, I didn't think I had a very good singing voice. Okay. And so I've I... I've heard that that's not true. <laughs> well, thank you. 
But I mean, you know, when I was young, younger, I was like, oh, you know, I just I want to be able to sing for God. Yeah. I want I yeah. want to be able to sing beautifully and sing a solo on my own to help connect others with with God. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and have them feel something. And I think that's how I got into performing was was that. And then my favorite musical, one of my favorite musicals of all time, is Godspell. And I've like never seen that. Oh my God, you would love. You should be in it. Like, <laughs> you should be in it. Oh my gosh! And it and I I watched it all growing up. I was finally in a production of it when I was like fresh out of high school. Mm-hmm. And I can honestly say, when I was in that production, that was the closest I'd ever felt to like true happiness yeah. in life because I was I wasn't just performing yeah. because I love it. I wasn't just performing to entertain others. I was performing for like the thing that keeps me going you know it's so oh my god I'm just gonna sound like such a crazy art artist person but like (laughs) it's it's like this it's like the connection of like just seeing someone and like listening to someone and how that's church you know what I mean like church is like three or more people or whatever but I think it's like just like taking someone in like being yeah. with someone in whatever it is like in whatever moment they're having and whatever that is like and that's what art does I think like it just allows us to like see something we wouldn't have seen before see someone we wouldn't have seen before or yeah. like tell a story and like as it like from the actor perspective of like inhabiting a life that we might not identify with you know right. what I mean like pl- like I typically go out for like bad guys and like slut I love sluts okay all <laughs> girls should be sluts okay power but um but no like I, I play like misunderstood women yeah you know what I mean like whether they're the, the antagonist of the story or not like I typically just play misunderstood women which is amazing because like I don't walk in those shoes every day mm-hmm. necessarily you know what I mean like I don't have I don't have those experiences in the same ways so I get to understand humanity more you know right. like I get to like I they get to teach me something yeah. like I like I feel like I get taught something about people all the time when I'm acting you yeah. know like, oh same and you become less judgmental totally because you know it's if a, you want to be an actor yeah. you kind you can't fucking judge the character you're playing no you have to fall in love with that character even if that character's like a murderer exactly. or whoever yeah. I mean that yeah. that's a story that needs to be told maybe well, to make sure that other people don't murder people and but, it's like know. I think I this is like maybe an oversimplification and I don't know if I believe it anymore but like we're all everyone is doing their best from where they are at yeah. and like that you know, I don't even know if I believe that anymore in, like, the political culture that we have today, like, in our current situation. Like, I don't know if I would say that, like, Donald Trump is doing his best with, like, what he's got. Like, yeah, I don't think that that's, like, a universal rule, actually. But I think for the most part, yeah, you know, we're all very misunderstood and we're all very quick to, like, label something that makes us feel alien mm-hmm. because it, like, because we don't get it. Right. You know, like, we we put, like, gay people in this, in this position, like, the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. I'm not even drinking. <laughs> um, we, like, we, we have to, like, name everything. We have to give everything a name that we don't understand, and then we can label it, like, oh, mental illness. Oh, like, you have schizo- you're schizophrenic. Oh, mom, you're bipolar. Like, whatever. You yeah. know, like, all of this is just, we're fucking different people. Yeah. Everyone is different. 
and like none of us fit into the the boxes that society would have us try to adhere to like there is not a single person who fits into that box which is crazy to me right like no model no fucking celebrity no no one fits into these boxes like they don't exist but we're just obsessed because we can't we don't understand we don't understand everything we want to know everything everything yeah and i feel like people need labels for themselves and for others to feel safe totally well yeah because then it's like if you can label someone as something then like you're not the the other yeah exactly if you can call them like what you know x y and z then that means like you're not you're the one who's in power yeah because you don't need you don't need the label because you fit right in like no one's trying to no one's trying to dissect you right you know and like you don't want anyone to look any closer because then they'll see like oh like yeah you wake up with a pimple in the morning like you don't you don't laugh pretty or cry pretty like you're not a pretty crier whatever like yeah yeah man weird weird Wild. I love it. Are we still in the horoscope? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. Well, um, yeah, I don't know where we are, but I, I think all of that was very relevant and, and need, needed to be talked about, you know, because I think that's a big thing right now is labels in our society yeah. and, and just, you know, fuck them. Just be you. And I've really tried to take that into account when I interact with people every day because if even if they're being a bitch to you it's probably just because they're having a bad day yeah. or something's going on and yeah. you just have to be like you know what just send them love and lie and just like let it go the four so agreements it man. was yeah four agreements another great book such a good um, such a good book and like you read it and you're like oh no problem my life has yes. changed like right. boom got it and then like you yeah, end up reading really that hard. book like every six months yeah. like, because you're like how I'm taking everything personally right now like mm-hmm. it's so funny how something that's like pretty much irrelevant to you can happen and yet you can create like a narrative in your mind that will completely justify why that thing that was actually irrelevant is entirely about you and mm-hmm. entirely your fault yep like when someone sends you a text without emojis emojis yeah it's it's like wow, that actually—it's weird that I think that that has anything to do anything with me. to do with me exactly. So you just have to get to that point of realizing that, and like that—that's a trigger for you. Did we ever get to that point yet? I—I I don't know. We at least we're trying. You know? Good thing we have like like the whole life ahead of us. Yes, you know to yeah. like do all the every learning. moment is a new moment. Oh, you know to, to try again. Well. Now we can get into more of why you went into acting okay. and, you know, how you found this passion for art. So okay. you you grew up, you w- were born in Russia. Yes. Then you moved to San Diego. Um, I'm. We actually moved to, it's Redlands, it's like Riverside. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So we lived there for a second. And how old were you when you left Russia? I was four and a half. So do you remember? I do. That like at all? I remember. I remember like moments. You know, like yeah. I, I remember my dad and I built this massive snowman, and because we live like uh, the apartment is right like right along um, Gorky Park, which is like the big park in Moscow. It's like 
oh my gosh, it's just like, I, I went back like three years ago and I saw it again as an adult for the first time and it's just the most magical place. Like all the birch trees are just white. Like it's just wow. gorgeous. And we built this like enormous snowman and I was very much in love with the snowman. And then like the next day, we f- we like watched these kids like destroy it. <sighs> It was insane. That's that's murder. It was right? murder. <laughs> it was like it was murder. Like oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. So that's a memory. So that's like one of the only memories you have. And the ballet. Like we were at the ballet all the time. Wow. Yeah. I would like the coat rack ladies used to like, like I they used to like let me help them oh, and like wow. hang these like giant fur coats. Just like they would just put them on me, you know. And I would just everyone would think it was so cute. And I'm just like this little Russian girl speaking English, like with all of these giant coats. Like it's just so like. And I would talk during the ballet too. I would like make exclamations in English, so like no one got pissed because they thought I was cute because oh, I was right. speaking another language. Oh my god. So were you yeah. raised speaking English or you, you're you fluent in both? I was raised speaking both. Okay. I learned, like, I mean, speaking to my dad, I learned English and also off of Rodgers and Hammerstein's musicals, like Oklahoma and also Greece. I love it. That's pretty much how I learned English. That's so cool. Yeah. It's wow. also when I decided I would be an actor. How old were you? I was three. Wow. <laughs> No, I think I was like two or three too. Yeah. And I was like, Mom, yep, I'm doing that. Literally, it was yeah. just like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep, I like it. Yeah, that's that, exactly. It was. It was like the clear. It was like the clearest moment of my life. Probably, it was just like I didn't even have the words to articulate it, but it was like that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Me, that one. Yep. You Sometimes know, that's all it takes. Dude. So it started from a young age. So then, did you start taking classes? I was going to sit on my knees really fast. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, what did I do? Oh yeah. Okay. So we moved to we moved to the states. We were in Riverside for like a couple years, where I met my best friends, um, and I started Irish dancing. <laughs> smiled you know like Irish dancers are like so like yeah like they're hardcore and they look scary yeah and I was just like like just like fucking grinning like performing like I was performing I was acting you know I want a picture of this do you have yes I'm sure we'll post it okay oh my god um yeah I was like a hardcore Irish dancer and so then when we moved to San Diego in third grade no one thought it was cool like everyone and that just like tarnished me for like until I graduated high school like, I, I was that. just the fucking Irish dancing girl with like the bob to here why was your hair for so, so many years because of mom oh because mom wanted me to have a bowl cut because I was adorable with a bowl cut yes I was but like but, at sixth grade yeah and you're like getting your first boyfriend yeah I feel that you know, mm-hmm. it's like not a good look, and you're just the Irish dance girl with a bob. But the bob, I, I yeah. I had so much more cool potential than that. <laughs> I thought, you know. Yeah, I mean, I was the girl with like the pimples and braces, so I. Oh, I same. I was, I was the <laughs> Irish dance girl with the bob, pimples, and braces. <laughs> that was oh literally who I was. <laughs> but see what? Okay, so this might be I don't know rude to say, but what I've noticed about the people that were like not. What society would consider attractive right. in high school. Oh, yeah. Now, they're like, 
fucking we're all killing cool it. As fuck. And then all the people that were pretty <laughs> are ugly as fuck and ugly people, you know, which makes yeah. them ugly. I think. Yeah. I think like. Yeah, I mean, I, I literally am not in touch with one. I'm in touch with two people from high school. Literally two. I think two. me too. And yeah. I went to the, I went to school with the same people from third grade to 12th grade. So that's wow. crazy. Like, I have two people who I'm in touch with from school. Wow. We're, like, barely in touch, you know. Like, we just, you know, what's up every now and then. But, yeah, the people that I graduated with, man, are... Hopefully really happy and living their best lives and I couldn't be more thankful that they shunned me. Yeah, because they, they called me Kangles. They call oh my god, they called me Kangles. <gasps> yes. What? Yes. In in junior god. high. That because I was like I was like it was I, it was like briefly after um Mean Girls came out. And mm-hmm. so I was determined. I was like, I'm gonna be a plastic, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody had that. Yeah. I was like, I'm doing it. So I like be I like inducted myself into the friend group of like the plastics in my junior high. Oh my god, I hope they never listen to this. And um Brittany <laughs> was such a bitch. And behind my back she called me Kangles. What the fuck? Yeah. That's so So essentially, I was just, like, the loser who hung around them. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But now you're, like, killing it. And what are they doing with their lives, you know? I don't know. Probably nothing of value. (laughs) Yeah, or they have, like, kids, which is cool. Like, if that's, that's, like, your, if that's, like. Your calling. Your calling, like, fucking do that. Yeah. So I don't have to. Well. That's you know. really unfortunate because once you're big and famous, they're gonna be like, "Damn, why did I call her Kankles?" Like, well, what they're gonna do probably is fucking hit you up, hit yeah. you up on Messenger. Hey, girl, remember yeah. that one time we were like BFFs and let's <laughs> hang out soon. But like, let's be honest, like we've all been that person. I think. I yeah. think we've like all. I think we will all be that person at some point, and oh, then yeah. like learn that, learn the other side of it. You know, For where sure. it's like, okay, I get it. That feels. A little fucking gross, you yeah. Know? But nobody's hands are clean, you know. No, and we all learn shit from like our awkwardness. Like yeah. we all learn from like our stumbles and our awkward moments and and our bobs and our and our bobs. <laughs> so many braces. Yeah. Oh my god. There were so many braces that happened to me, like years and years. Yeah, I had braces for two years, and now I. Have Smile Direct Club. Shout out. Why don't you guys sponsor us? Hey. Um, I need because, a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a dentist? Well, they're, it's like invisible aligners. Oh, cool. Yeah. So because Invisalign, no offense, I tried to get them to sponsor us, but no one ever reached out. <laughs> <laughs> so I moved on to Smile Direct Club. Um, they're like invisible aligners that you that correct your teeth, um, so you don't Ooh. have to wear real braces. But Invisalign is like, I mean, your teeth are perfect, so you don't need them. I don't know. I just feel like they're the wrong size for my face. I feel the same way too, because when I smile, you only see like these four teeth. I don't teeth smile and I, and in I, pictures. Yeah, ever. I hate my teeth. I, I would rather like resting bitch face hardcore than like. Yeah. Because it just... It doesn't make me happy. It took me a long time to learn how to smile, too. Yeah. You yeah. know, like that awkward... Is it, did anyone have that? Yeah, where it's like, do I just mm. pull all four corners, like, as far as possible away from each other? Oh, wait, but then that's not, like... Then that just looks creepy. I mean, no Yeah, face, but no. Like, yeah. That's what I used to think smile... Like, I was trying yeah. to I was trying to smile cute, you know? Like, yeah. I was trying to be pretty in kindergarten. Right. P.S. I had two boyfriends in kindergarten. Oh, my god. So, like, maybe I just... 
like got it out of my system or yeah. and I was proposed to in first grade oh by one God. of them. Did you say yes? I ran away crying. <laughs> so you're not a fan of commitment or you, if they were just not pretty? I don't know if it's commitment. Like, yeah. I'm not sure. My old therapist, Kenneth, would definitely say it's like, well, it's intimacy. Like the issue is intimacy because it's like, I don't know how you can, I, I guess like, I don't know how you can be intimate with someone emotionally and, and still be sexually attracted to them. Like I haven't like. Found both. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm not comfortable with both yet. It's hard to be comfortable with both. Yeah. Because you either find someone really, really attractive, but then when you talk to them, you're like, ew, you're not intelligent. Yeah. Yeah. Or or you'll have great conversation with them and they'll be like your best bud. Yeah. But then they're not, you're just not feeling it. But then it ceases to be sexual, you know? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, that was, like, such a thing in therapy with Kenneth. He was, like, he really wanted me to, like, date. And I was, like, dude, I'm honestly really just thrilled with, like, having the occasional lay and then, like, going about my business. You know what I mean? Yeah, if that works for you, then, you know. Yeah, I'm not... That's another I'm a professional gro- I'm a professional ghost. Like, I professionally ghost men. Like, it's... It's insane. <laughs> well, you know. It's probably, like, not a good quality. Well, I don't think it's a bad quality, too, because it's, like, I'm not going to pretend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Are you upfront with them? Yes. Okay. But And, well, okay. Mm, I think I misread this. I think I misread the situation sometimes. Like, I misread guys. Like, I'll think, like, oh, they're just down to fuck, you know? Yeah. And then they will not just be down to fuck. And then... Mm that will confuse me, you know? And yeah. then I'll start to think they're crazy because I'm like, well, you can't possibly just like me, you know? So, like, on one hand, like, that's irrational and that's my own bullshit. But on the other hand, it's, like, guys who get really attached really fast are not. Not your... Yeah. They're just not my jam. Like, I, Why do you think that is? Is it, like, a fear of abandonment or... Yeah, pr- I mean, prop like, I'm sure on some level it's a fear of, like, reject being rejected by someone who I let into my life. Yeah. It's, like, it's a fear of, like, I love my life. You know what I mean? Like, I love it. I love that I don't have to answer to anybody. I love that I... Because I, I felt, like, so bombarded growing up. Yeah. You know? Like, I just felt constantly, like... This, you know, like being fucking told in every direction. And I largely made myself feel that way. But like, I've like created a life, like an environment that I feel like I love so much. Like I love my apartment. I love my life. Like I love my friends. I love all of that stuff. And that all like a big factor of that is like my freedom. Like the fact that. I can just, like, literally lock myself in my apartment if I want to for, like, three days straight and, like, watch Game of Thrones and drink juice and, like, get stoned and, like, you know what I mean? Which is, like, on the other hand, I guess, like, some people would, like, think that that's, like, lo- like that I would be, like, lonely or something. But which is, you love that. I need that. I'm comfortable. Like, I'm yeah. very at home being alone, mm-hmm. you know? And that's I think, true. like, some people are the opposite. I think we all have to learn both, you know? Yeah, yeah. We all have to learn how to be alone, and we all have to learn to be in relationship because both are necessary. Like, relationship yeah. is necessary. Like, I will – it's something that I know I will want 
probably not until like I meet the person I want it with. Right. But, but at least you're not wasting your time in the meantime. I mean, yeah. I, I just got fucking tired of trying to make myself into a thing that would please others. Like, yeah. I just got tired of trying to make myself into the kind of girl that guys would like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, being the cool girl or whatever. Right. That's like... Being the Regina George. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's just like, that's all bullshit. It is. And it's a lot of work. It's so know? exhausting. It's and it's so pointless. Exhausting. Like, the sex isn't even... Fu- like, get a vibrator. Get a fucking good vibrator. This is my advice to all of the <laughs> listeners, okay? Get a good vibrator. Yep. Then you have all the power. Yep. Because you're not dependent on anyone else for the orgasm. No. You know? You can, you can do just, it like, actually select a person that you like. Right. That's my relationship. Advice. I think that's great. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. I have a lot of experience. My third grade boyfriend, by the way, <laughs> he went to jail for beating a Okay, I don't want to spread rumors or anything. (laughs) (laughs) But he allegedly went to jail for punching his girlfriend in the face, like, when we were in high school. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. So, good thing you dodged that bullet. Thanks for the bob, man. (laughs) Like, though, no. I was a monster even in third grade. I think I broke up with him, like, seven times. And made him get back together with me. (laughs) (laughs) So, you would Terrorist. You would wear the pants in the relationship you will eventually be in. Yeah, like, I wonder what that is. I guess it, I don't know if it's, like, wearing the pants. Maybe it's just, I, maybe I'm just a fucking narcissistic, manipulative person <laughs> on some level. Uh, no, I mean, you just know. That's got, that's got to be an element of, like, maybe. my romantic, like, situations yeah. is, like, do, am I in power? Am I in control? What, you can need I get, the control. Can I get what I need out of this yeah. without, like, risking damage? Right. That's a good... That's probably the best way to put it. But at least you recognize that and aren't in yeah. denial about it. And, I mean... I'm a little bit in denial about well, it. Like, I don't think I'm as much of a monster as, like, Corinne thinks I am. <laughs> which she's probably right. But... Oh, my God. You know. I mean, I don't think you're a monster. Thanks. I think you're just, you know... Doing your doing your thing right now, I, yeah, and that's what you need to do for yourself yeah. in the moment that you're in. Yeah, and when you have the desire to find a partner and have both the sexual and emotional connection with them, then you will. But you shouldn't force that to happen if you're not feeling it right now. Yeah, Kenneth. Yeah, Kenneth. Fucking Kenneth, Kenneth. man. <laughs> Kenneth was like, well. He doesn't know. He never knew that I called him Kenneth. Like, that's the best part of the whole thing. No, fucking Kenneth was like, well, you need to practice. And I was like, so you want me to use the guys who are interested in me? I mean, all one of them. Whatever. Um, there's a long list. Um, you want me to use this list of suitors to experiment on my intimacy issues? But then like, that's, that's like, like for them later yeah. when you end it. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not fair. I was like talking to a guy at the time. Well, like, I mean, there was just like, it was obvious that he was like interested and he was like making an effort to like get to know me or whatever. And it was... Like, it was too much. Like, it was it was too much. Like, it just got to the point where it was, like... I just feel like it's, like, read the room a lot of the time. Yeah. You know? Like, if you just kind of pay attention to the, to, the, to, the, to the vibes, like, you'll know that you're sort of, like, pushing someone away. Right. You know what I mean? He didn't have that awareness, obviously. But <laughs> Kenneth was, like, give him a chance. Give him a chance. And I'm, like, dude, you want me to give him a chance so that we have something to unpack here in therapy? And I'm not yeah. going to do that. No. 
you know, like I just I'll learn this lesson when God wants me to learn this learn lesson. Learn the lesson. And like, yeah, maybe it'll suck and I'll hate it, but You'll learn it. I'm not yeah, I'll learn it and I don't need to use guys as lab rats. No. Cause that's weird. I feel like that's even more fucked up. That's terrible advice, yeah. isn't it? I'm sure I'm like, you know, putting it in different words than he used, but, but it was essentially so. that. And yeah. he's like, well, you don't have to see it like that. And I was like, how else would you have me see it? I've expressed that I'm not interested in this person and you are encouraging me to lean into it anyway. Mm. I just don't feel like that's like safe advice. That's for not either. safe advice. No. Especially if like what you're feeling is like bombarded by someone's energy. Yeah. When you feel that connection with someone, then you'll pursue it. And if yeah. you're not feeling it yet, then why waste your time and their time? I think his argument was that, like, you won't feel it unless you exercise being open to it. Which I get. I you get know, that. like, that's, that's yeah. like, not unwise advice. I think, right. like, I'm just not in a place in my life where I want to focus on that. On that? No, because you're focusing on other things. Yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> what are you focusing on? In your life right now. I am, I'm focusing on, like, the creative, like, what's in my control, creatively speaking. Yeah. You know, and, like, I'm, like, I'm, I focus so, like, I put so much energy into my auditions, which, you know, I'm very, very fucking grateful to have, you know, but so much of this industry is not in our control especially as like the artists in it like especially as actors and and I've really tried to like I'm really becoming more and more aware of like what I can control like what me Mary Summers what can I do to like because I don't believe that like your destiny is like you know, at the mercy of, like, randomness. Like, I don't believe... I don't believe that. Like, I'm, like... I'm working on, like, surrendering to what life is bringing to me and, and, and exercising creative control at the same time. So I'm, like, writing a ton. Like, every weekend I try to write, like, six hours a day, like, working on a script that I, you know, just, like, sort of, like, the idea just sort of, like, fell into my fell into my lap and so that's been that's like where I'm channeling my energy right now is like I want to I I want like yes like I want to be a series regular and yes like I want to book one of these jobs so bad like Mm -hmm. and yes it's like disappointing every time I don't but yeah I think that I like have a story to tell like I think that I I mean, I, 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 I know that I'm a storyteller, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I always have been. It's, like, the it's the only thing I really know for sure about myself. Yeah. You know, it's, like, it's how I've processed all of my, all of the, like, things that I've gone through in my life. It's, like, why I survived them, you know, is because, like, yeah. I was, I always felt that they were connected to something that meant something, like, that, that could help someone else or, you know what I mean? Like, any, so... That's what that's what I'm sort of focusing on right now is is like telling my story actually mm-hmm. and like part of it is a one person show sort oh, of like idea awesome. so it's like it's very much it's like very cathartic and it's very therapeutic and it's taking my mind off of the like waiting you know because yeah. it's a lot of waiting right now especially is like waiting to waiting to know if you're gonna be in another country for a few months this year is like. That's, I mean, it's, like, cool, but it's also, it can be agonizing if you let it, you know? Yeah. But you don't have to let it. No. Because there's so much, 
that we can do, and there are so many artists to look up to who are doing that, like Britt Marling, who like created the OA, like who's been like dope as fuck since like a movie she made like six years ago, you know, and she just, I mean, like my takeaway from like the way, like from what I know from like following her from like that journey is is like she knew that she had to create her lane, like she knew mm-hmm. that she had to that she had something to say and she knew she didn't want to be put into like the the box that were so that she could have probably easily been put in you know and been successful in it but that's yeah like I'm just trying to refocus on not like achieving and like checking off my checklist of goals but like Mm -hmm. authentically like living my truth, like whatever that is, regardless of what anyone has to say about it. Yeah, you know, it's beautiful. and like totally independently of anyone else, which is scary, you know, because yeah. I feel like we use other people to like reflect ourselves back on us a lot, and mm-hmm. I do all the time. But it's like I'm trying to really like boil it down to like, okay, what's the story that like only I can tell, and like how can I tell it? without any regard for my own self-improvement yes you know what I mean like how can I just like I don't know give birth to this idea and like let something flow through me and totally surrender to it and just keep it grounded and like stay true to it that's really hard to do it's so hard to do man yeah it can be I mean it required like it's it's interesting it's like it requires you to go into your pain yeah you know which is like I feel it's it's like you get to you get I feel like life is so much so many ebbs and flows and you get to a place where like you'll be it'll be like a flow and like everything is awesome and like holy shit like all these amazing fucking things are happening but the natural flow of life is that there's an ebb yep you know and like I don't want to be defined by my emotional highs when things are going great and my devastation when they're not because that's just life. Right. You know, but when we're in like, when I'm in a flow, I don't want to go into the, I don't want to relive the negativity. I don't want to go back to it because I'm afraid I'm going to get stuck there. And this process is really just like reminding me that like all of that is part of who you are. Yeah. You know, every part of you, every like any like evolution or like transcendence or whatever, it always includes the previous layer of itself. It always it's always inclusive. It's always like progressive and inclusive. You know. Yeah. So it's like if anything, the more I grow or like you know try to, the more all of that stuff that I tried to run away from my growing, like it becomes more a part of me and like working on this you know, writing just in general has been such a, an awesome like reminder of like, no matter what, I can always do that. Yeah. Like no matter, like I could lose my job, I could get dropped, I could, what like any number of these things could happen. And like that source of power that I have, that I know is inside me, I will always have that. Always Nobody's have gonna it. fucking take my laptop. If they take my laptop, I get another one. Yeah. I can write on a fucking note, I can write in a notebook. You know what I mean? Like no one can take your voice. Right. So if you're, gra- so if like that's where, you're f- where your legs are, you're gonna be okay no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm gonna listen back to this tomorrow and be like, <laughs> 
this fucking delusional bitch. No, no, I think I think you're you're so right. At the end of the day, all you have is you. You know, if yeah. you if Instagram died tomorrow and all your followers were gone, like, yeah. what what are you gonna do? Well, you know, and I know so many people who are so successful on those platforms and like and they like and they are working on it all the time. But it's like it's such a double edged sword. Like success, like you know, social media, all of these things, like. They're new. They themselves, I think, are neutral. But yeah, like we're we're humans. Like we are dark and light always at the same time. We all have it. Yep. So it's just like so those like heightened states just like exacerbate what we are, like who we are. So if you're uh, if you're unhappy and you have two million social media followers, like what happens when like Instagram just like has a blackout? Yeah. You know. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, I think we were talking about this on another episode, maybe with Mina, and I was saying how, you know, fame could be temporary for you, you know? I mean, with, yeah. with Robin Williams, what a tragedy. You would think that he would be the happiest person in the world. Yeah. He, millions of fans, so many movies, he touched so many lives, yeah. everyone loved him, and then he took his own life, you know? So that obviously means that there was something going on inside of him that he needed to, he needed help with. Well, and it's like, I feel like fame speaks to, like, uh, our society so much, like, the nature of it, you know, like, there are so, I mean, there are, like, there are so many examples, but, like, what we do to famous people, what we do, what the public does to the people it lifts up. Yeah. It will tear them down. At some point, it always does. It always does. It's like this, it's, uh, like... I don't know, man. It's to like it's a monster. Like fame is for sure a monster, mm -hmm. and it's like it just brings out the worst in our collective consciousness. You know, yeah. like it. I mean, and the best, right. I think too. But, yeah. But it's so weird. Like it I is. can't even. I can't even like speak to it much because I'm not like a famous person. But right. as like a like as someone who like takes in a lot of pop culture and like. You know, you still like you'll be in line at the grocery store and you'll still see like Us Weekly like mm -hmm. spewing some bullshit. Yeah, and it's like, why? What is this? Like, what is that? What is like? What is it about our psychology that requires that? that like, where this is necessary? Yeah, where this like this like structure of of idolizing someone and then vil villainizing them completely because of a time because of something that might not have even happened right you know like what it, what, what gives us the right you know what i mean like mm -hmm. we don't have a right to have an opinion on how anyone else lives their lives no i don't think no. you know what i mean or like i can have that opinion and that's fine but like it has nothing to do with them no you know but celeb like fame is yeah it just it's like money seems to just make everything bigger. Yeah. So problems, you know, yeah. unhappiness. Yeah. It's weird. It's so hard for me to accept th that fact, you know, because yeah. my, my constant struggle is is needing more money to survive and right, to pay bills. Right. And, and then I think like, oh, you know, if I just had money I could go totally. on this trip or if I just had money I could help this many people and you know give to this charity you totally. know or like not have to count my quarters every time I go to Starbucks oh or like, you yeah. know but with more money becomes more responsibilities and more obstacles and it's like you, you really do have to 
to find that internal peace and validation. It's, it's well, it's like who you are is who you are, regardless yeah. of whether or not you're successful or not. And right. it's like it's I mean it's so it's so tough because I know exactly I know exactly the feeling of like but like the money that I'm talking about is purely survival money Mm -hmm. you know it's like purely for me to meet my like basic needs but like once I hit like my like my last financial goal that I had for a long time that I had like since I moved out here once I hit that the second I got it it wasn't enough Mm mm-hmm yeah. The second I got it, I was like, okay, when, um, like, a raise, like, what, you know, like, oh, yeah. my God, like, I need 500 bucks. Like, it's, like, an addict, like, we're addicted, like, whatever we're addicted to as people, like, that shit just gets more intense. Yeah. And I can totally see, like, I can totally see why people, I never got, I never understood it before, like, why people who like become successful suddenly get into like drugs and like all like vices and like whatever because you never got right with yourself right and now you have the money and you feel like oh well now I have this so I'm entitled to take care of myself and like take care of that thing that's like not right inside me that like I never healed and then you fucking spiral like it's money is so good money is like it's so weird. It's like we're talking about it, and it's literally paper. Yeah, I know. It's like not even a thing. Like we made it up. Like we all just said, like a dollar is four quarters, and like a million dollars is a lot. <laughs> you yeah, know? like right. Like what does that even mean? What does that even mean? It's monopoly money. You know, like, totally you just rip it up at any. Yeah, it's wild, man. It is. It, that's that could be a whole other episode. But in like, itself. if if it's taught me that like. I have lived my life from problem to problem. Mm-hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? And when, like, when all of those, like, basic needs started to get, like, met and taken care of, I was still living from problem to problem. Yeah. They were just different problems, fake problems. Right. So if you are conditioned, if you've conditioned yourself to think that way, you're not going to stop thinking that way just because your needs are met, which is, like, which is amazing, which is, like, that's a real victory, but then you're yeah. going to want more. Right. You know? What advice would you give to someone who, you know, maybe they're freshly graduated from college, they're out on their own for the first time, and they're starting to realize all of this, you know, oh, they're going to yeah. need more money, or they're, they're starting to live from problem to problem. Yeah. What advice would you give to them on how to stay mentally grounded amidst all of read, the bullshit? Read books, man. Like, if you, I was, like, thinking about this earlier today, if you're in a negative environment, I probably saw this on fucking like Gary Vee's whatever um, Instagram or something, but like it's so, it was so real for me. Like if you're in a negative environment, you have to surround yourself with positive stimuli. Like if you are struggling, like in my apartment, literally I've told you about Think and Grow Rich, that copy is like tattered. It's like fucking highlighted. It's, I've like, you have, like, I became obsessed with positive, like, positive stimulation, like, verification that, like, I can take what I see in my head and I can take these goals and I can make them real, regardless of what my surroundings look like. Mm-hmm. That's what I would say, is read fucking books. Yeah. Read books. Like, read the Bhagavad Gita. Like, read new, like, read new age spirituality. Read the law of attraction. Like, start somewhere. Like, read about manifestation. Like, read like learn it will teach you about yourself yeah all of that will teach you about yourself and it will like i mean it's easy to be cynical man it's
it's really easy and it's like for me I have to have I have to be reading like on my Kindle I have like I don't know probably hundreds of like Deepak Chopra like I'm constant like I always have something positive and like true and like grounding to go to when I feel crazy Mm. and that's like what got me through I when did I start doing that like six years ago probably every morning it's how I start my day like every day for like the last years is is reading something like that it's Mm -hmm. like reading a Deepak Chopra book like about spirituality or like stuff that just like is positive and like connects you to the bigger picture like the bigger picture and like your bigger picture because if you're just trapped in whatever your four walls look like, especially out of college, like that shit is fucking hard. Yeah. It's dev- It's like devastating. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, it's very, it's very jarring to come from like an environment where you are enabled and you're supported and whatever. And then to come out here, the most expensive city in the world and the most brutal industry in the world. Yep. And the most like congested market of that industry like that shit's brutal man yeah and that's why a lot of people go home after the first yeah. year the first like two months oh maybe, my god well know? which is like yeah you know i don't blame them yeah. if there was anything else i could if there was anything that like i loved as much as i love that like as much as i love this like i you do that go do that thing like go do that other thing mm-hmm. it was only like I tried to run from doing this for like so long because I was so scared of like emotionally like being an actor is like so hard and I've got damage and I'm traumatized and like you know mm-hmm. all of that stuff is very real and I've I pushed it away but like God has other plans right you know has there ever been a moment that has really tested your beliefs and maybe almost convinced you to give up not just on your oh dreams, God. but on life. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean, so many. Um, I guess I'm kind of in one right now. Yeah. Like, a lot of things are up in the air with my job. And I thought that it was, like, the blessing of my life, you know? Like, I... And I believe that, like, I I do believe that, but I'm being reminded that it's like, everything is temporary, you know, and it's like, part of me wants, part of me is like, did I make a mistake? Like, did I like misinterpret this, like as a blessing when really it was just all leading me to, to failure, like to totally destroying me? Like why would God build me up like this and and let me feel so free and empowered and like stable to just like pull the rug out from under me yeah you know what I mean like I I feel like I'm sort of like in a moment like that now you know which is it's I'm I'm thankful I'm like so thankful for it because it's so easy when you're having, when you're on a high. Like, yeah. it's so easy when you're on a high to think that's all there is. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. and that's never all there is. <laughs> like, no. it's never, it's never all there is. And we're all, hu- we're all, hu- we're all human. Like, everything is temporary. Nothing is permanent. But, like, I'm reminding myself that, like, 
any time I've ever come to this point, any time I've ever gotten to this point, I totally surrendered and I've like given up, you could say given up, yeah. but like more so just like sat back and just like let it unfold and just watch. And like, that's when like, I've witnessed the like biggest miracles in my life, mm-hmm. you Me know, too. it's when I was just in a sort of like debilitated state of trust where I just like couldn't do anything about the situation. I didn't necessarily bring it on. It's just what happened. And that's like in my life when a door has opened. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to remind myself of that now. But it's also like the part of me that's like, if this is if this cycle is all life is, mm-hmm. that's so tiring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it, it, when you're in a low, you don't remember you don't remember the highs. Like you don't, you know, like you don't automatically think about like, oh my God, well the best of my life is like still ahead of me like you're terrified mm-hmm. and you want to you want to fucking stop everything you know and you just don't you don't want to fight and you you just like want to stop fighting but it's just it's all temporary like everything passes and if there's anything that like my life has taught me was like what has been thrown my like the curveballs that have been thrown my way it's just you you never get something you can't handle. Right. You know, you never you never have an experience that wasn't designed for your growth. Mm. I think. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. I don't, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, that <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you've just you've been through so much Mary and and somehow come out on top, you know, and and have this undying ability to keep going you know like how how does one find that inner strength you know oh man oh my gosh i the hard way (laughs) yeah (laughs) like the there i i mean for you it was you were saying how you feel like you know that your art and acting is what you're meant to do right. with your life. Do you but think that's, that's also, what it is? I mean, that's also because, like, I was privileged to have access to it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I I think, like, a, a large part of it is, like, because I grew up privileged. And, like, yes, I have, I my past has, like, quite a bit of, like, trauma and and all of that. Like, all of that's very real. But, like, I always had a roof over my head. I always mm-hmm. had food. I had parents who loved me so much, like, loved me to, you know, like, with everything that they have inside them, who supported me, regardless of their own, you know, what they were, their own challenges that they were experiencing, you know, and, and I always, this is what it was, I always met the right person at the right time. Yeah. That's what, that's what it is, because when I was five and I got depression for the first time, that's when I met my best friends who lived across the street. And I just knew when I saw them, I was like, I need to go. I literally tugged on my dad and I was like, I have to meet those girls. Mm. They were two years older than me. They were like a big family, twin. they were twins. Like they were playing all the time. And like, I didn't have any, any I didn't have anything like that. Like I was just, 
I was depressed yeah. at five years old. Like, yeah. how do you don't? How does that even compute? I don't know. But yeah. I saw them and I knew. And that that singular decision changed my entire life. I think it it because oh man, like our childhood was magical. Like we just played. Like we 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 all and we all became the things that we talked about being when we were five and seven. Like. Gabby is, like, the fucking editor of Garage Magazine, and Christy is, like, this fucking rapper who's blowing up in Seattle, and, like, I'm here doing this, like, we did, we manifested, we, like, lived this, we lived our lives for those kids, you know, Mm -hmm. and, like, that, that's, like, the core of who I am, you know, like, that's the person who I'm always fighting for, is, like, is, like, that, is, like, that kid. You know what I mean? And I think, like, it was always meeting the right people at the right time. It was always, like, I look at, like, the only way I can describe them is, like, angels. Like, there were angels in my life at all times, everywhere that I needed them. Yeah. You know? Oh, I totally believe that. I've had had moments like that, too, where I literally feel like I'm not going to be able to get through the day that I'm in. Someone will come along, and even if it is just some person at Starbucks or someone I just randomly meet. Totally. It's like that they saved my life in the moment that I needed. And that's why it's so important. You just have to be kind to people, you know? And like open. Like it's it's like those people in my life could have been there all along and I just wasn't willing to see them. You know, like I just was protecting myself or I, you know, I was afraid or closed off or whatever. And it's like, how many people do we miss when we're like yeah. that? You know, mm-hmm. like how many people have I missed? Like how many people have I called bitches in junior high who were really just like who re- had shitty relationships with their parents and like yeah. you know what I mean? Didn't handle them the same way that I handled my you know the way that I handled growing up. It's like uh, I don't know. Like I think I think it's like opening your eyes to what's around you. Yeah. You know, because there's something that you need there. Like there's a reason you're in this moment. And that reason is to like get you to the next moment. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And I think like not most of us aren't taught to be aware of that. No. You know, I'm like I feel my parents were are like such artistic people and they're so they value it so much. They value reading. They, like, taught me to, like, care about stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say it's, like, what got me through was, like, the people who I needed right when I needed them. Yeah. Who, like, reminded me who I was. Always. Like, at every stage. Yeah. That's amazing. And you wouldn't have met them if you weren't open to it. You like, know? yeah, you don't, you don't, you, if you don't open your eyes, like, if you walk around with your fucking you're eyes closed, it. you're going to miss everything. Yeah. You know, you're going to miss everything, like, that could possibly have been tailored to, to you to your at this moment. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Like, today, like, today, I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to go do this podcast today being in, like, this headspace that I'm in, you know? But it, like, got me out, like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like, and look at everything that you you've shared with us and what we've talked about. It's it's so necessary that people hear this because that's what the show is, is all about. It's not about the the pretty you know flowery yeah. side of of life. It's about you know life as it is. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to get up every day. It's hard to like 
have that positive mindset and totally. be open to meeting people. But, you know, it, maybe someone will listen to this and be like, wow, you know, I'm going to stop walking with my head down every day and I'm going to yeah. I'm gonna keep my chin up and, and who knows who I can meet. That I, I was listening yeah. to Dak Shepard's podcast and oh, I forget nice. his name and the guy that plays Jack on Will and Grace. Oh um, my gosh, yeah, I love him so much. Me too. He's he's brilliant. Well, he he said he was living in Park La Brea uh-huh. when he first moved out to LA, and you know he'd been auditioning, auditioning, and having no luck. He took his trash out one day, oh and he met the person who was later like I think it was a casting director who eventually set him up with an agent or something like that. But he said that that person he met while taking his trash out was the person that changed his entire life. Oh and it's God. like, what if he had just been, like, all sulky and taken his trash out? Well, but, you, you know? know, it's like, it's also, like, all of the, like, I feel like everything is sort of meant to be as well, yeah. you know? Like, I feel like, I feel like my closed-offness when I had it was, intent was like, purposeful yeah. and, like, had to be the way it was for me to learn what I learned, mm-hmm. you know, but, but then in the yeah. moments where you were open and out there, yeah. then you got what you needed in those moments too. And it's so. even just like, it's even just like, even if you're so afraid, even if you're still afraid of being seen, like the act of seeing someone else and like just really seeing them yeah. is is so healing like that is a teacher that's like the best teacher I think that like any of us will ever have is just like to take someone is to like see someone yeah that's and then that will that will I think like slowly chip away at like your own insecurities and your own fears or whatever and then you'll you know become more vulnerable but dude just like seeing other people for the I feel like for the first time in like my whole life Mm -hmm. has been so like, such a blessing, like, yeah. so cathartic, and so just, like, because we're not alone, like, yeah. we all feel so alone, and we all feel so alienated, and, like, we all think it's just us, yeah, we all think we're the only weirdo, like, whether we're, like, upfront about our weirdness, or we're, like, closeted weird, and, like, actually very preppy and cool, or whatever, like, we all think we're the weirdo, right, you know? And, like, we're all trying to prove that we're not the weirdo. weirdo. But, like, we are all the weirdo. You might as well just embrace that you're the weirdo. Yeah. And then other weirdos will be like, oh, wow, I I need that person in my life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, or, like, I needed to hear that someone who I, like, never would have expected has gone through something that I've gone through. Or, like, you know, it's like... Yeah. We're all the same, really. We really are. I think that's one of the main things I learned at acting school was how to really look at a person because we yeah. have these exercises where you just stand there and you have to stare at somebody in the eyes and you're like, you Jesus can't look Christ, away. this is horrible. This is horrible. Yeah. They're seeing all the pimples on my face. Oh my God, yeah. You're like, face. oh my God, they're looking at my chipping foundation, which yeah. is really dry today. Yeah, but you just... It is so not... Yeah, no, but everybody has their yeah. things and the more we just let that go, the better off we'll be. Mm-hmm. We need people. We do. That's people. why I wanted to do this freaking show because I, it, it is, it's, it's scary. It's scary to talk to people every week because I think, I think I'm going to be prepared and I think I'm going to know like the right questions to ask, but then you, you never know, you know, yeah. like you, you could, you're like Oprah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure she said exactly that. Like she, I, <laughs> I love Oprah. Me too. She said something like, I never knew like what to ask people and I would just sit down and it would just like, 
happen. It would just happen. Yeah. I mean, I have asked, like, no questions that I planned, <laughs> but, but we had such, we are having such a wonderful conversation. Yeah. And I think it was, you just, yeah, I was just open to receiving what you had to give yeah. and just went with the flow and that's, that's how you have to be. I mean, like, I'm not saying don't prepare, you know, if you're in a right. show, you should probably memorize your lines. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, maybe, or just wing it. Make up your yeah, own whatever. lines. Yeah, On book, just be on book. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. No one will notice. Have cue cards or something. Yeah. But, no, I just, I love talking to people who are open to being real and going to those painful places within themselves, yeah. but want to present it in a way that will be inspirational to others. Yeah. Because it, that's what's relatable. That's what's more relatable than a celebrity getting up there and being like, yeah, I have all this money and I Everything is awesome. Women. Everything is awesome. It's like, no, it's I so can true. see that it's not awesome. Yeah. So why don't you just talk about it? And that might be, that's more interesting and more compelling to listen to, I totally. think. Totally. I don't want to hear that you have it all figured out because that makes me feel like I don't have it all figured out. And that's, like, not real. Like, it's It's not not true. No one has it all figured out. No No one that you've ever met has it all figured out. Like, all of us deep down, for the most part, are just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, like, but I'm just going to go with it. Just going to go. We're just going to fucking do it, you know? Like, no one knows. Like, we're, we're all just, like, figuring it out, you know? We're all literally just, like, winging it as we go, and... That's all you can do. It's all you can do, and just show up. Just keep showing up. That's what my Literally, mom always told yeah, me. Like, totally. just even if you think you're not going to get that audition, or even yes. if oh you're stressed God. about work, whatever. Like, just just show up. Mm-hmm. Just take it as it comes. Yeah, and that's, just do your best. Just do your yeah. best in the mindset you're in. Don't try to fake it. Yeah, just yeah. Yeah, there's. It's like such a fine balance of like don't you. Don't fake it. Like, don't negate where you're at. But also, like, don't overly, like... It's so hard because you can only talk about it from the other side of of that. Like, you can't... You cannot be in a traumatic situation and be like, oh, well, it's not that serious because it's going to end. You know? Like, that's not how people are. That's not how we think. But it's like, hopefully come to a place like on the other side of that experience where you have integrated it in a healthy like in a holistic and healthy way into who you are because like nothing is just one thing no wow I'm just talking about like nothing right no you're talking I'm like oh you could not even like pick a topic that I'm talking like you could actually probably pick any topic I love that and just put this in as sound bites and it would apply right but that's Baseball. Baseball. Because nothing is just Just one one thing. thing. Like, we all have both teams, you know? (laughs) God, sometimes. Oh, my God. And she's not even drinking the wine, you guys. I'm not even drinking. I haven't even touched it. I mean, it's the antibiotic. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. I need more of it. No, I I think you're incredible, Mary. I think you are so mysterious and real and intriguing and just... You're just human, you know? You're unapologetically human, and more people need to... I'm going to cry. Oh, my God! (laughs) More people need to be like you, you know? And I just... And you're doing the same thing. Oh. You're like... You're, no, you're doing... (laughs) This is doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there is no... You're never going to come to a point where you don't feel, like, crazy and you don't feel like, oh, my God, everything could just disappear tomorrow. Like, 
I realized in no job will you ever feel like completely secure no. in no situation will you ever feel secure like so it's about like so it's about like who you are in those moments yeah you know what I mean because who you are is who you're gonna be no matter where and no matter when and no matter whatever so I feel like that's the work mm-hmm. that you should do and yeah. you're fucking doing it like oh, you're you. you're like <laughs> seeing I mean you're like seeing you're like seeing the unseen you know like you're seeing the like you're taught like this podcast is so cool because you're like talking to people before whatever trajectory yeah you know life takes them and like that place is just as valid as that place as that place exactly if not more, more so yeah because like you're not gonna look back like you're gonna be in this place we're all gonna be in this place and look back on this time and like how we live it now is how we're gonna remember it so yeah you know i like the times like my worst years out here were where i learned the most about myself Mm -hmm. and who i am and what i want and i learned all of those lessons the hard way like the hardest of ways yeah you know sometimes that's the best way you know sometimes you need that slap in the face you need to fall on your ass a billion times because yeah that's what shows you who you really are and how willing you are to keep fighting for what you want yeah and like whether or not it's really what you want right and like, if it's not then that's okay 100 get out now get the fuck out yeah like, leave some space for the rest of us seriously there's enough people in la totally <laughs> no, but, but yeah it separates the the sissies from the that's the true heroes from this bit, man. yeah and that's okay i mean i know a lot of people that went to school and they thought yeah this is what I really really want to do yeah. maybe they were all, the lead in all of their high school productions but then afterwards they're like nah, it, this isn't really for me I'm gonna go on home and it's like okay cool I don't judge By you all at all means. like go find your your true passion but it's yeah. it's when people are forcing it because maybe their parents told them like oh this oh, is what yeah. you have to do or but or they don't survive out here no, no, like, no. They're just, they don't last I mean, long I don't know anyone who still lives out here that I graduated with who was in it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know, That's good. That got weeded out. Not, like, wrong reasons, but, like, everyone who's still out here is out here because they... They really want to be. They love this. Yeah. You know? They really... Or found a different part of... Yeah. ...this that they, they want to do, mm-hmm. you know? But exactly. you're not you're never going to find out what that is if you don't give it a try and give it your best, you yeah. know, and just show up every day. So... Yeah. It's wild. It is wild. I mean, I commend anyone who actually tried. Yeah, me too. I commend anyone who made the leap to, like, take that flight to L.A. Yeah. You know, or, like, make that fucking three-day car ride or whatever it was, you Mm -hmm. know. Sell all of their shit. Anyone, like, regardless (laughs) of how long you stuck it out or whatever, like, I, I think anyone who has at least done that has courage, you know, yes. like, has, has, believes in something, and they'll find their thing, oh. like, they'll find their path, yeah. like, if you're willing to take leaps, I think you'll always, you'll always take leaps, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, you'll find your way, if you take, as long as you take leaps, you'll find your way, so just keep Ooh, taking leaps, right yeah, take notes, people, this has been a very educational podcast episode. Oh, oh. Well, thank you so much, Mary. I mean, I could talk to you for oh my ever and ever and, and ever. And we will forever and ever. We ever. totally will. I mean, maybe we'll, we'll bring you back. She's episode 20, yo. Oh maybe my God. we'll bring you back for like oh, episode 40. You should be interviewed. I 
was episode seven. But we but we can do it again. Yeah, let's you can do it again. Me, okay, you know? next time. Next time, guys. <laughs> next time. Well, thank you so much. Uh, we're going to wrap know. it up okay. with a few of your favorite things. All right. Mary, what is your favorite movie of all time? E.T. Why? Um, because I felt like E.T. when I was little. Oh, my gosh. My mom actually called... My mom actually tells me the story of when I was born, and she says that she thought I was an alien. She didn't recognize me as her daughter. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So I, I crumble... Like, I do this, like, sad birthday ritual, which is, It's not sad. It's, like, nostalgic. It's, yeah. like, you know... But I watch E.T. on my birthday. Wow. Yeah. Have you ever been E.T. for Halloween? That'd be a, lot, I have that'd be a hard costume. I don't know how you'd do You'd have to have some serious makeup. I had an E.T. doll. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Or you could be Drew Barrymore and then have the E.T. doll or something. Weird. I never identified with her character. And I was her age. Like, I was literally Drew Barrymore when I watched that movie. Wow. But I was, like, the alien. <laughs> one alien for one, please. I love it. Yeah. That's so cute. Favorite actress? Oh. Or actor, and or. Oh. You can talk about both. Oh. First one that pops into your head. I love Amy Adams so much. She's great. I mean, Meryl Streep was obviously the first one who comes to mind, but I love Amy Adams. I love that she's just like her. Yeah. You know? Here I am. Yeah. Yeah. She's just her, and she's just down. She just seems like a down ass bitch. Yeah. You know? I think in her Oscar speech, she said something about how she went in for her agent audition and the agent said, you know, I don't know why, but I just have a good feeling about you. And she says, thank you for having that good feeling because I wouldn't be here today. Wow. And, and I mean, she didn't go to college for acting. Yeah. She well, just, and she started, I mean, she like was discovered, like she started working late. Like she yeah. started working like in her later 20s, which mm-hmm. isn't late, but like, you know, yeah, it's kind of an anomaly. Right. That inspires me. Yeah. Me too. Love you. Yeah, she's great. Favorite quote, mantra, or prayer? Oh my gosh. Um, or scripture verse or whatever. Right now, right now, it's ask and you shall receive, seek, blah, 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 knock, doors. Well, that one. That one. You know That's what I'm talking one. about? Yeah. It's a good one. I have it on a sticky note. Like, it's helping me with my script, actually, because every time I have like a, I'm like stumped, like I don't know. I just ask a question mm-hmm. and I like put it on a sticky note and then the answer will come to me. It's very weird. It. That's great. I'm kind of living my life like that right now. That's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Uh, favorite hobby besides acting? Favorite hobby. I mean, I love going to the movies, which is sort of just the same thing. Um, yoga. I love yoga. I miss it when I'm injured, but oh, I love it yeah. so much. Yoga is great. It's like the perfect in between from like my dance background and mm-hmm. where I'm at now. Do you still dance? I don't. I mean, I do like I always will be a dancer for yeah. sure, but I don't dance as much as I used to. So was that ever your passion or it was just a nice outlet it for was. you? It was my pa- it was a passion, but it was always second it was always like second place because I always wanted to be an actress. Mm-hmm. And, but dance was just something that I got into and I got so far into it and then it's what brought me out here and I loved it. Like I still love it, you know, but I got into like a minor car accident and that, you know, it's a not like something like that is like a reality check, you know, it's like I'm 18 years old and 
I'm looking at like, you know, like I need like physical therapy for my neck so that I can dance so that I can book a tour or whatever. And it's like, wow, that lifestyle cycle just doesn't work for you. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, that was it. So what is it about acting that you love so much or you knew at the end of every day it would be worth whatever obstacles come your way? Because I because of that feeling that I felt when I was three, like that I could feel so connected to something and so much joy from someone else, like so much joy from seeing this person on this screen, like, and I'm just this little girl in Russia, you know, watching like fucking Judy Garland. Yeah. You know, like, and to feel connection to someone that you've never met. You know what I mean? Like that, that's, I know that's not like a, a concrete or like poetic answer, but it's no, like it's the, the, truth. the fact that just like reflecting life back on itself, yeah. you know, and how like we're not the alien. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the alien. That's you what guys. it is. Yeah. You know, you're not the alien guys. Yeah. We're all aliens. We are. We're all the aliens. We're all the weirdos. That's what the show is. It's the nobodies. It's the underdogs out there yeah. that everybody has a story, and I and I want to hear it. No matter if you want to be an actor, if you want to be a freaking like window washer, tightrope, so, whatever. If yeah, there's something that sets your soul on fire and makes you feel like yes, this yeah. just feels so good. That's what I love to hear. It's like it makes it makes me feel like no part of myself is too much when I'm acting. You yeah, know? like it makes me feel like I can use everything that I've experienced in my life like which is sort of a lot like mm -hmm. and sometimes and, and I you know like you think it'll crush you like you think that the experiences of your life are going to destroy you like yeah. you think the grief and the loss and whatever is going to kill you but then like to be able to like use it for something and like access it to tell a story yeah. that might make someone else feel like they're not so alone in that experience. And they, not like the alien. Exactly. Know? It's yeah. like not only does it not crush you, it heals you. Yeah. You know? It is. It's very therapeutic. That's that's what I say. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Mary, for Thank sharing you. all of your, your wisdom and oh. and honesty with us. I have I know you're going to do amazing things. Oh, my God. Ditto. And thank you. Ditto. Thank you for being on my show. Thank you for having me. She always sends me a little advice and, you know, texts that make me feel just re-inspired. They're all just quotes from the books I read. So read, read books. Okay, read yeah, books. So, so finishing up, uh, just one last thing. What are um, some tips on how to stay mentally grounded and one book that would be good for people to start out with to okay. transition their mindset into where you are now. Okay, so mentally grounded, I know that no one's gonna like to hear this, but meditation, man, seriously, meditation, whether it's like sitting for 10 minutes in the morning, which is like lately all I've been able to do. It's yeah. like you go through periods where that's just what you can do. Whether it's that or it's yoga or it's walking, like you have to get, st you have to fucking get still with your shit. Yep. You have to get behind the voice 
in your fucking head that's going crazy all the time because it's always telling you things are worse than the way they are. Oh, first always. of all, yeah. Especially if you're me and you're a fucking overthinker. Um, and then like having fun, like go out, break the cycle. That's a hard one for me. That's like my go-to. I know that I have to do that when I'm too, when I like get my energy pent up like this, when I'm like freaking out too much about an audition or like whatever. Yeah. I know that I have to just go do something totally irrelevant just for the sake of like, I'm alive and I can, you know? Yeah. Um, and then a book to start out with. I feel like the book that I just read by Michael Singer is a really good one. The Untethered Soul. It's like a very good back to base. It's like very basic, but it like spoke to me so much because it's so simple. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer is my current recommendation. I will have to check that out. Anything Deepak Chopra. Okay. I like his older stuff. His newer stuff is a little hard to like wrap your head around because it's more like scientific, I think. Okay. But yeah, his older stuff. When things get a little sciencey, it makes me just what? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm really like loving science right now only because like it's it's like verifying so much of what like Eastern it's tradition. Yeah. yeah, and it's like actually now like supporting like oh, there is um there does seem to be a force that is organizing the universe, you know, which yeah. is like, that's what we think God is, right. you know, like, yeah. whatever you call it, it's, it's yeah. there, so, yeah. or yeah. Richard Rohr falling upward, falling that's upward. a really good one if you're open to, like, if, if, like, a Christian type, like, perspective is your thing, okay, thank you so much, thank you, yay! Well, look out for Mary. She's going to be on the big screen before you know it. And she's doing all the things. So, I love you. you. I love you. you. Yay, yay. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Whoop, whoop. And now it's time for Game Time with Grammy, the part of the show where Grammy comes out and plays a little game. All right, my dears. Oh, hello. Grammy, I forgot. Yes, yes. Hello, dear. Oh. Oh. Mar- Mary forgot that we're playing uh, a game with me. Um, Mary, this is what happens, okay? So I live in Indiana, <laughs> and I fly here every week to play a game on Janie's podcast with her guests. Um, and so I'm here with you, and <laughs> she doesn't believe it. She doesn't believe it <laughs> that I fly all this way. Anyway, so you should feel very, very special that I am here right now um, playing a game with you. Do you feel special? Yes. Oh, she, she's, in, she's in awe of me. It's okay, dear. I have an effect on everyone. It's fine. Sadie left some leftover wine for me. So you should know that when Grammy drinks wine, she gets a little frisky. Frisky. So just beware. So Nathan will now explain the game. And we will play. <laughs> She's just in awe of my beauty. That's what it is. I got a perm. That's, that's why I look so good. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yes, my yes, God. Grammy. Right, right. Grammy? Gra- Grammy. Gram- like Grammy. Like the Grammy Awards. Like the Grammy Awards. Oh, yes. They were okay. named after me. Oh. So, yes. I'm sure that's true. It's totally true. Yeah. Because I'm a music teacher, and they were like, oh, well, that makes sense. So. You're there. <laughs> Perfect. Right? That's what yes. I said. I'm so glad she agrees. Perfect. Very refreshing. Yeah. Okay, so 
You will now explain the game. Yes. It's called Word Blurt. Word Blurt. Word Blurt. Yes. How does it go? So we have 14 cards here. Okay. And on each card they have... Where's my daughter Valerie's lucky number? Anyway, she's <laughs> My lucky number is 23. That's fully What's your lucky number? Yeah. Do you have a lucky number? Seven. Mine too! Seven. Stop. Yes, yes, Grammy? yes, yes, yes. Uh, well, actually, Grammy likes 23 and 7. Okay. Janie likes 7. Okay. Nathan likes 6. That's a devil's number. I don't approve. It's a devil's don't approve. Devil's Demon. number. Janie has 666 in yeah. her phone number. It's very scary. Yes. Alright, read the game. Talk about the game. Alright. Talk about it. Talk. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> On these cards has one word. I'm going to flip over the card and say the word, and you have to say the first thing that comes into your mind. It doesn't matter what it is, it doesn't even matter if it has anything to do with that word. Okay. Just whatever just comes into your mind, the first thing, just blurt oh, word, it out. Blurt. Oh, I get it now. Yeah, okay. I feel like I'm going to excel at this game. Yeah, see? Okay. okay. And it's fantastic. So then oh, is, go from there. is the goal to say the same word, or does it really matter? The goal, sure. That would yeah. be really cool. That'd be really if cool we if you like, could say the oh, same yeah, word. Yeah, okay, yeah, if yeah. you're like that, oh, that in tune funny. with each other to well, say the same word, yes. then okay. maybe. Okay. But okay. realistic expectations, people. Like, right. So probably not. Okay. Because I'm, I'm 84, and you're, what, 24? Yes, yeah. 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 Say that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> So, I mean, that's like 60, 60 years difference, right? My word will probably be very sophisticated as opposed to your millennial word. Thank you. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. We'll see. We'll see. All right, here we go. Oh, we're starting. We're starting. Okay, let me take a sip. Wait, let me adjust. Okay. Here we go. Everybody's going to get ready. Yes. Tinder. Asparagus. Oh, puppies. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, you can find... Puppies and asparagus on Tinder. I don't even know what Tinder is. What is that? It's a dating site. This is dating site. app. It's a sex site, Grammy. Sex? Yeah, it's People for hooking up. She just asparagus. Advertise yeah. for your sex. <laughs> I said asparagus. Oh. It is. Is that associating with like the the man's penis? You said it didn't have to be relevant. It was just the first word. Oh, 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 okay. It doesn't. I'm just curious why asparagus. I Instead of the eggplant emoji, asparagus. Oh, I swear, well, because I've heard the kids use, use the, the, the eggplant for the penis symbol. Yeah, yeah correct. Why is that? Mm, I've heard, I you want, know, I don't know because they don't look like that. No, penises are not from purple, what I know of. right? <laughs> from what, like, my personal. Would you know a lot about penises, Mary? I mean, I know, like, as much as I care to. Okay. That right. makes sense. Right, right. You know, right. I think I have a healthy knowledge. H healthy knowledge about asparagus. Yeah. Okay, well, moving on. Thanks, Gammy. Are you ready for the next one? Yes, yes. Russia. Uh, Mary. Me. That's essentially the same. Yes, we did it. We got one. Yay. Oh, okay. wonderful. Cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers, Cheers to that. I'm having two sips for you. Oh, good. Uh-oh. Mary, Mary's from Russia, if everybody didn't catch that. Okay, here we go. Fireball. Uh, uh shot. Axe murder. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
That sounds uh, extreme. <laughs> I don't know. What? We, we went from experience to axe murder. I can see what's on Mary's this mind. This is harder than I thought. She thinks about sex and murdering people. Yeah. Watch out for and this vegetables. one. And vegetables. And herself. And herself. <laughs> so That's she's about a, it. She's a narcissistic murderer who eats her vegetables. Gosh, that is literally At least she eats healthy. I mean, that's a good movie. It's it's yeah. A, yeah. That is a good movie. Okay. Mary, the asparagus eating murderer. Nice. Like Sociopath. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes. Pillow. Talk. <laughs> You've got me thinking about sex now, dear. That's all your fault. Pillow talk. <laughs> Isn't that a song? Isn't that sexual? Didn't Zayn sing a song? Oh, that was the other Zayn. Yeah. The less awesome Zayn. Yeah. He spells his name weird. We don't like him. Lame Zayn. That should be that his name. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Pineapple. Crisp. Uh, uh, Spongebob. Crisp. <laughs> Crispy pineapple. <laughs> that sounds kind of good, like a fried pineapple. I think I'm thinking of like a cookie. Pineapple, pineapple cookie? Crisp pineapple cookie. Crisp Is that a thing? This is Do they good. have those in Russia? Do they have pineapple cookies? No, I've never <laughs> seen one before. I just assumed that's an, an American, that Americans would do that. No, Americans put pineapple on pizza. That's what's weird. Yeah, that's weird. It's very weird. Janie does it. I don't know why. She's it's, a freak. Janie does a lot of weird What a weirdo. Shit. Oh, sorry. Anyway, I told you I get frisky when I drink. Frisky. Okay, here we go. Frisky. Ready? Yes. Friend. Shit. Best. Oh, man. Friendship. Blame. 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 So your word goes at the end Blame. of friend and my word would go at the beginning of friend. Oh, I'm disappointed in myself. Okay, we have to get one right. Okay. All right, ready? Let's do it. Jelly. Fish. <laughs> I thought for sure she would have ever used that word in a sentence ever before in my life. Why, I, I, why didn't you just say fish? I don't know. I just said it not have to be relevant. That's hilarious. I'd love to just get inside your mind. Really? I really sure because it's pretty fucked up in there apparently. But it sounds fun. Asinine? That's okay. I don't even know what that is. Can you demonstrate it, dear? I can't. Oh, okay. It's well, it's just like 
Like you move, you move the booty. I used to be able. There is a horrible video of me on YouTube. If you guys ever don't do it, we're gonna do oh, it. Oh, listen, this. What is it? It's Dominic Sandoval's twerk video. I don't even know what it's fucking called anymore, but you can watch that, and it's a, it's like a twerk parody. I'm really excited, and you're in it. Yeah, I'm in it. And you do feel good about your performance? No. Oh. <laughs> this is so awful. we're definitely gonna watch it then. Okay, great. Yes. Yeah, do that. Everyone, look up Mary on under YouTube and oh uh, put twerk, oh twerking God. with an e. Someone will find it. Yes. Twerk with an e, <laughs> as opposed to a q. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you guys spell these things. Right. Anyways, muffin. Panda. Pop. What did she say? Panty. Panda. Panda. Okay, I'm just gonna start saying words that have nothing. I thought that was the game. You said it, even if it's not relevant. I, but I didn't. I mean, maybe I'm taking it too far. Maybe I'm taking. It, I'm not even trying to make but it I relevant. I appreciate your creativity and thank you and just willingness to be in the moment. Thank you so much. Yes, points points to you for okay, that. Okay. I'm still winning, but whatever. Okay, okay let's okay. go. Let's. You it. Uh, up. All I thought of was up. Up. Lit, lit up. <laughs> lit up. Because the kids say like that was lit. You know. Yeah. The kids. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Why do you guys say these weird words like twerk and lit and Tinder? Ooh, I mean different reasons for all three. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, so lit. What? That's pretty, what? That's a pretty broad. Question. What what would you use the word lit for in your millennial language? Like if something was fire. Pop. On fire? So if it was like popping. Oh, fuck. <laughs> like if it was a really, if you were at a really good party at the retirement home and like grandpa's like drunk and he's just like backing that ass and he's up. twerking? And he's twerking. That's a lit party. I mean, back in the day, that that would happen with Grampy and me. Um, okay, so something that's like really fun would be lit. Yeah. Okay. Totally. I'm gonna take this back to the Indianians and and uh, and spread it around. Yeah, spread it around. Yeah. Lit. Let them know. Lit. Spread the word. Yes, yes. Here I'm sharing a lot of info with with the elderly folk Here from being on this podcast. Open the, the minds of the Indiana elderly. Yeah, the Hoosiers. That's yeah. what we call them. Hoosiers. Yeah, they need to be educated. They're very boring. Mm. Anyway, Ready? next word. Hashtag. Blessed. <laughs> Brown? I don't... Brown. Yeah, hash hash browns, right? I don't even yes. know. I don't know what a hashtag is. It's the pound sign. Oh, the the number sign yes. on the telephone. That's so weird. That what? So not is different. it always called a hashtag? And How do you explain a hashtag? Well, then they also call it a pound. It's yeah, yeah, but, but why? What do you do with it? You put a word in there, and then. Yeah. Everyone else puts a word in there, and then it links it. To, it links the words to each other. Yeah, to everyone who hashtagged those words can what it, what find is, each other what by searching it, yeah. that hashtag. In the same group. It will group everything on together. What? On on the internet. The, the yeah. internet. On the YouTube. Internet. On the line. On the gram. On the line. <laughs> on the line. On, on the gram. On the line. Apparently, I'm on the gram because Zany always puts gram on the gram. And I don't really know what the gram is, but she used hashtags on the on the gram. Mm-hmm. 
So mm-hmm. what would I, so what would we put for this episode? What would a hashtag be for this episode? Like um, entertainment. Sure. Oh, so you just put, <laughs> sure. so you just put random words that have to do with whatever you're you're talking about. Yes, but like yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I think so. That's that it. sounds very stupid. I don't know how to do it properly. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that just sounds like really. Hashtag nonsense. That's Hashtag, Hashtag nonsense. nonsense. That's a good one. All right. Yeah, you I guys like are that. really Sweet. weird. It just sounds like very time consuming to just sit there and hash it is. the tag. All right. Well, let's do the next word because okay. this is confusing for Graham. Okay. Podcast. Green. A Grammy. A green Grammy. That was close. That was very close. I think that, that was not close. close. Well, G R and G R. Oh, you know, okay, they start with the same, these days. the same two letters. Okay. Yeah. We're getting closer. Ready for the final one? Oh yes. my goodness! Okay, we okay. have to get this right. Okay, okay. The pressure's okay. on, everybody. Okay. okay, sync up our brains. Giraffe. Purple. Purple. Grammy <laughs> 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 cheated. Oh. We did it. We did it. We did it. Grammy cheated. I didn't cheat. I was thinking purple. Because in How I Met Your Mother, there's a purple giraffe episode, isn't oh there? Oh my gosh. I don't know. Anyways, well, that can be com- key. <laughs> Grammy's a little drunk. So. Uh, this com- concludes Game Time with Grammy, the 20th, well, actually the 19th time, because last two times we did a meditation. Ooh. But that was really cool. Yeah, you should check it out on Mina's episode. Okay. Um, Zany didn't want me to fly here, so they could do it. But anyway, so for the 19th time, this is Game Time with Grammy. Mary, dear, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Grammy. You were lovely. Awesome. Yes, you, you have a very weird mind. Thank you. Um, keep reading those <laughs> books, dear, and, and try to learn something. Yes, ma'am. And um, keep keep teaching me about the hashtags and the, the twerks and I'll the and the stuff that yeah. I need to. I guess it's important now. I'll keep you looped in. Thank, okay? thank you, dear. I really appreciate it. Okay. So how we sign off every every Game Time with Grammy episode, we say douches, dears. Douches, dears. Okay. Ready? Three, two, one. Douches, dears. Yes, great job. Yeah. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.